0: Hello, divine, beautiful souls. This is Energy Speaks Podcast with your host, Catriel. We have round two with Ellie Troutman, Mystic Mermaid, and bringing in guest um, Fish, technically David. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Fish and mermaids. Mer. <laughs> So last, um, and I'm doing this from week to week because I introduce um, every Thursday a podcast. Um, Last week we talked about, um, you know, uh, stuff about human design and uh, we got into a lot of things. (laughs) So we took a pause so that we can integrate the information and move forward. Where do we want to start?
1: Hmm. I was really curious about the, uh,
0: what did you call it, Mazel? Mazel astrology. astrology. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like we'll Masel bring 20. that in, and we'll see where all the the cards lie. Because oh, yeah, <laughs> we have the cards of debt of your destiny here. Um, so Mazel astrology is Jewish astrology, essentially, and um, it what I do is I take a chart um, like. You have your regular birth chart, like if you're familiar, and it's, it appears in a circle. But I translate that information into the Kabbalah tree of life. And the sephirot, are you familiar? No. Okay, so the little energy po- uh, like points um, are called uh, sephirot. And so you start with keter, which um, is like associated with your Neptune, and so in that space, I would look up what your Neptune is. And actually, I have your chart. So. Which has
1: the Star of David on it, <laughs> it coincidentally. <sucks>. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: very Jewish tonight, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, Let's see here. Neptune, it, your Neptune is in Capricorn. Mine is too. That's pretty it's cool. It's a
1: generational one, right? So we were born with, with relatively the same year. Yeah. I, feel like it, I think it stays in a, in a generation for like, 20 years or something
0: something it's one of the longer ones yeah um yeah because like i know jupiter's like 12 i think
1: yeah neptune's even further out there so
0: N- yeah neptune's further and then uranus is it's longer too yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can't think right now on that specific thing but so like i'll put that and i'll draw correlations um from Keter, which is like um well Keter is the crown and, um, it's like the spiritual, it, it's our connection with, um, Hashem is what I use, like the name, it literally means the name. Um, <laughs> and, um, so I would take that information and, and say like you, um, how you connect with Hashem Uh, with your Neptune is through structure, some type of structure uh, that is Capricorn. And uh, it's at degree point 24. So essentially you're setting a specific vibration for a change because you have 24, which is um, the two energy and that's cancer, which means it's a feeling, but it's more than just a feeling. It's a vibration. And the four is an epic shift. It's, um, it's like the Aquarian energy. And you um, are putting that together like for balance, to create a specific balance. And that, because that, it nets to a six, uh, two plus four, six is the Libra energy. So I kind of use numerology, um with um astrology as well as the Sephirot and right. the Kabbalah Tree of Life.
1: Right, which is like human design too. Exactly. So pretty, yeah.
0: And and it's so cool because um like it, you know what just came to me. I'm gonna build on this even more. Because I will tell you, I looked at some of um uh Maslow astrology, it's like half written, is what I'm seeing. Like there are like There's like one website, one website that kind of tells you a little bit about it. There's like one, not one book, but I found like a book that I, I've never seen any of this stuff in my life. And I'm like, it made sense to me. Like I'm tapping into something, you know, beyond here at this point and putting all the pieces together. But part of um, the the Sephirot, the Tree of Life and Kabbalah, all of that is there's four different levels So imagine the the tree of life having um, it build on each other. So you have the top portion. You you know what the tree of life looks like. You have the top circle, and then you have the bottom circle over here, right? Imagine um, like this layered piece of like um, the bottom circle of this with the top circle of a whole nother tree of life, and you do that for four times, okay? I just saw an image of me going in depth with the astrology in that way so we can actually see things in um, the uh, spiritual realm, the uh, mental realm, the emotional realm, and the physical realm. Oh, like the Buddhist body. Like...
1: <laughs> you should look into the chelantic teachings. The who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they kind of talk about that Kelantic
0: Okay. Key-lantic. I think I
1: think you. I don't. Uh, so it's not my strategy, uh, my study, but yeah. they. I do know that they touch on like that layers. Okay. Of the buddhic body, the emotional body, and it uses the kabbalistic tree of life. But there's like layers to it, and there's like they. It is so you. You just tapped into the chelantics.
0: Interesting, you know, I I I've been noticing like we're all connected, right? Like I'm just seeing a lot of parallels within all of these different spiritual modalities. It's it's ridiculous how like connected we really are, but a lot of times we don't realize how connected we are. <laughs>
1: right. Just like all the different religions, they're all saying the same thing.
0: There's just really different spin to a different story. Yeah. Um, is there any specific questions you have about Mazel astrology? It's sometimes I like I need questions to probe so I can know where to go.
1: (laughs) So you may mainly focus on the Neptunian points.
0: Um, so that was just one part of I just did one. Like so, oh, this is a fun one. I, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna grab my backpack right here. (laughs) it gets fun on this show (laughs) um visual aids so we can at least see them
1: next time we gotta do a video yes
0: so that is what a mazel astrology chart looks like and so um so imagine listeners at home the kabbalah tree of life and each um you know, uh, energy point, um, like for instance, Keter, Binah, Chokmah, Gevara, all of these different source points, they have a specific planet associated with with each source point. And that's where I put in that information. I can even go down into like the house. I The way I present houses, I don't like to do first house second house that that stuff gets really annoying to me because it doesn't tell me what it is um so i use the actual name of what it represents um for instance the house of aries because like first house is representing aries and its energy and what it stands for and i just feel like it's clear (laughs) so i present it that way um, and then, of course, I go into the, um, the details within the, the degree points, which I feel is really important. Um, but, you know, uh, each um, piece, like for instance, Bina um, represents um, understanding and understanding. There's like a dualistic nature to it, um, where Chokmah. Um, it, it represents wisdom. It's more like before you can even um, think about the duality, like it's before thoughts. It's just wholeness, right? And and so we we tap into the energies of ourselves with these different planets and how we put it all together within ourselves. Um, the other aspect that I started uh, writing on my charts is the soul mission scope and this has to do with your north node the south node and then the middle your midheaven which is your work ethic That's your
1: purpose,
0: your purpose. Yeah. exactly and knowing that is really important for moving forward
1: so i see sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no go I for see it here your south node is taurus i mean your north node is taurus uh, Your south node is Scorpio.
0: No, no, no. Where? Where house of Taurus. Oh, House of Taurus. So that's oh, so the house it's in. But my my north node is in Aquarius. Okay. So, so. I'm here to like shake shift up, <laughs> and um, you know, bring in like that Aquarian age, essentially. You know, the in, instead of you know the you know like I'm the one. It's the one. All of us the, together,
1: right? At the age of Aquarius,
0: exactly. It's
1: not like the Christ consciousness that we were in with uh, the Pisces age of like victimization and like um, you know savior mentality. Like I'm going to take care of you. You take care of me. But it's like no, 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 no. We're all going to take care of each other and be self healers here,
0: right? And I'm that's in
1: the Aquarian age. That's cool.
0: Yeah. So. Um. The other aspect that I put in here. So like. For instance, malchut, malchut is like, it's actually represents um, kingdom or queendom is actually more accurate. I'm going to actually start writing that on there, queendom, <laughs> because it's really representing um, the divine feminine, like uh, the, um, the Shekhinah energy. And, and so that, the, the part of our chart that represents that area is the rising, like our rising sign, yeah, okay, which makes a lot of sense. But I don't necessarily. I feel like there's something still more to it. Like, okay, we got the king of the queendom, right? But we still have to have the earth, and to really, you know, the, our grounding point and our roots. So I put the earth sign underneath that because I feel like that's important for for really you know, having understanding with our malchut, our kingdom, queendom. Um, Then the other thing I want to start developing, and this really, I'm trying to figure out how I want to present it on the chart, but it's going to have to do with certain specific aspects if it's in your chart. For instance, like something like the Star of David or a Yod. A yod, are you familiar what a yod is? Not at all. Okay, so, well, it comes off of, like, how we use it in Judaism. So um, we read out of the Torah, but what we use is um, a little pointer. It's called a yod, and it's essentially, you know, that allows us to, um, you know, read the Torah, like point and know what, where we're at. Well, in astrology, it's known as the finger of God. It's pointing us to our, our purpose, our soul mission, um, and it can be a blind spot to us. It's an aspect that we're, it's best to get insight um, from like even another person having that you know for realization like or even someone holding space for you for you to realize you know however we really need that you know um because i will tell you this past week has been ridiculous with my my yard activating okay what do you mean
1: by that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so a few podcasts ago, I had an astrologer on here. We we said after that podcast we would exchange charts and maybe give a few tips, you know, or a little reading. And we a few days after, we switched our, our birth charts over, right? And she sends me um, you know, a, a message about my yacht, the thing I've been asking about, you know? And during the eclipse that we just had, mm-hmm. it was activating one of the yods in my chart. By the way, I have two yods in my chart. A yod is actually a rare aspect in the chart. How I ended up with two, not really sure, but it's looking like you have at least two yourself. Wow. I need to look a little bit deeper into it because, you know, like there's a lot of lines going on there and finding the specifics. But how do you know when there's a yod? So it's a specific triangle. Um, so
1: we're talking about aspects here. Like, so something will relate to something you'll be like trying or sextiles or.
0: So just to kind of show you what it looks like. It's kind of like, just forget about this part. But imagine like, imagine like a, um, a you know, a planet here, a planet here and a planet here. It's a trine. It's a triangle. Okay. Um, but it's not... It, it, it's it's a specific degree point. Right. I think it's 150 degrees. Like
1: um, I'm not talking about isosceles. Y-
0: yeah, <laughs> it's not an isosceles triangle. It's a different type of triangle. If I remember geometry, this would be a whole lot easier to explain. <laughs> but... Um, It's, you know, a yacht is a very interesting aspect, and um, it's a driving force. I mean, think about it. It's almost like here are your reins, and this is where you're going is what came through. It's kind of like our chariot, but we have to kind of know where we're going first, or sometimes we don't, and we have that leap of faith, and we're like, Oh <laughs> very full card. Wow. wow. <laughs> um but yeah, so like my one of my odds, um the head point is uh Mars in Gemini. So how in Darius. retrograde.
1: <laughs> so retrograde for you, like I know a lot of astrologers um different definitions of what retrograde is but it would be more just introspective or do you
0: i like introspective actually that's how i really interpret it um and it's it's like
1: especially in mars i'm not not saying it's your mars but you have mars in your uh because normally mars is the planet of aggression so it'd be like outward aggression but if it's retrograde then it's like inward aggression so it's inflicted
0: back on yourself well so there's there's a aggression and i feel like human design could really help me figure out some stuff too you know um but yes it can present in inner frustration and anger and stuff um but also it can fuel this is exactly what happened this week is i got to a point of frustration building up until anchor and then it catapulted me forward because it made me want to break free and and so i researched the crap out of what i was trying to um move forward essentially and it there was like an epiphany moment it was like and i was like oh eureka <laughs> Which makes a lot of sense because it's a lot of mind stuff because of Gemini. But it was because I was able to communicate certain things out, it activated something, you know? Um, and that's why, like, I kind of like you, you like to talk back and forth, like, that helps you move things forward. This dialogue allows for me to do that too. It activates literally my yod. Yeah.
1: Especially if there's Gemini involved, then you gotta talk it out.
0: For real. Communication. In right. Form. And then there's, it's a weirdness too, because I have a cutoff point with it too, because of my son in Scorpio. It's like, and we need a break. <laughs>
1: and the more um, I'm sure retrograde that you have in your chart too requires more isolation because you're very introspective, so you need that time to integrate and think things through.
0: I think that's the only thing in my chart, except for my um, my nodes that are in retrograde, mm. which is really interesting.
1: You know, I was looking at somebody's chart yesterday, and they had like six planets or six, six aspects uh, in retrograde, and they and when you know them, when you talk to them, they they have like that they're always in their head. They're always like the way that they analyze things the way that They communicate ideas and topics. It's like, you know, it's very well thought out and it's because wow. they're spending so much time like finishing that thought. Whereas like for myself, I'll like think about something and it's very surface level and then I'll jump to a net like the next topic and like, unless it really catches my attention, then I'll dive in. Yeah. But like that's far and few in between. So I'm like master, uh, like master of none, tra- uh, jack of all trades kind of,
0: I think that's very Gemini too, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of going to say that, but <laughs> rising Gemini. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, and then there's something else with this. This is really cool that I really discovered on my journey. Um, so um, I, up until recently, like this past year, I didn't have my bar mitzvah. So I had no idea what my bar mitzvah portion was at all. And so it kind of like really like activated something in me last year when I was, I was kind of meditating and I was like, and I was like, I wonder what my Torah portion is. So I look it up and it when I was a kid, I had to talk things out, right? And I happened to a lot of times um speak out um different Torah portions like to my mom like I just love giving like sermons and stuff and um the exact the exact Torah portion that I have is the one story that I could not shut up about over and over it was like a broken record oh, shit. and I was like you gotta begin so I was like, okay, so this definitely has a huge part of my life here, right? And then I was like, well, can I go deeper in that? Scorpio always asks, like, <laughs> can I go deeper? Um, so then I started to, like, realize that this actually told me a lot of my soul mission within my Torah portion. So then I I went with that. So I read all of it. Plus, I looked up what would my Torah portion be for my birthday. And sometimes it's the exact same Torah portion. Mine isn't. And I have, you know, it's funny because I feel like I have a, a huge relationship with my bar mitzvah Torah portion, but I feel like I'm now just stepping in to my connection with my Torah portion from birth, which is really cool to kind of discover new things with that so essentially i you know when i do like a, a consultation with someone or a session i um i'm actually starting to give them the homework first to look through to integrate all this in so that we can have a talking part you know after some you know information has grounded a little bit because it's a lot yeah. it's kind of like human design yeah especially <laughs> if
1: you're not jewish like, I don't even know what, the like, on Torah and, like, all these, like, I know the Torah, but, right. like, all of these words. Right, well,
0: I will tell you, um, it may help with some things, but it's funny because it's two different worlds coming together. Unless you're, like, a Kabbalistic rabbi, <laughs> you probably don't know much about this. <laughs> like... It's quite funny. Or, you know, on the opposite side of the spectrum, if you're studying Kabbalah um, and maybe don't even have any connection to Judaism. So it's it's a very like kind of hit or miss. But I will tell you, it's spot on. It is so spot on. And um, I don't know, I really love the Torah portion aspects, because it's scary real like it reveals literally everything in front of you you're like
1: oh how do you how do you find the torah version of your chart uh
0: so it's more so like reading through your torah portion and assimilating them information well, how like, do you find that though so okay what
1: is the torah portion, portion i mean
0: okay so what i would do is i would go to like chabad.com and and say let me find out my bar mitzvah or for a girl bat mitzvah torah portion even um, if you're not Jewish? Yeah. Okay. Just type in your birthday, just like you would for like an astrology chart. Okay. 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 <laughs> then it will tell you, um, like, uh, Vaira Genesis 18 through 22 or, you know, whatever yours is called. And then I would also look up. What is my Jewish birthday? You know, her Hebrew birthday. And it will give you a Torah portion. Sometimes it's the same sometimes it's completely different it depends because it's a moon cycle um, you know uh, like calendar so it's it, it differences you know right. um, so then I would go to like the e- easiest thing is to go pick up I would actually pick up a, and I, I say this you know the the translation of a Hebrew, um, you know, like Torah, literal Torah or, um, or Hamash, I should say. Um, but you probably wouldn't know what that means. (laughs) The first five books of the Bible, essentially, I would go to a Hebrew source, um, even looking it up on like, um, Safaria, because you're going to get the closest to the Hebrew, um, translation, um, which is the original language and um because the other translations are kind of further from you know and i always like to go to the source point you know what i mean <laughs> um so that's the only reason like i'm not trying to stick you know like one's better than the other but i'm just at this point it kind of just makes sense to go to the source point um and just read it and see if it resonates like the moral of the story, like, and even looking at your thing in a nutshell, like, it literally has something that, a write-up of, like, your Torah portion in a nutshell.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to have to look into that. <laughs> so I'm really curious about the odds, too.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to have to to definitely, um, uh, like, set some time to look into it, because right. it's hard to kind of look and what, that's the hardest thing to look at. I can look at somebody's, you know, different things and like different planets and everything, but the aspects take a little bit more time. For sure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that, yeah I agree there. <laughs> it's not something that's like not like looking at a chart and like seeing the uh, right there in a picture. It's like you have to go through and like calculate and look and like it's watch the lines and what degree they're at and are they, and then you yeah. have to know the aspects: what is trine, what is sextile, what is a lot
0: right and and it's so interesting because like like one thing that i started to notice is like uh different parts of where i have like let's see here the number 12 in my chart like 12 12 12 so that's that jinky <laughs> it, it, ooh, interesting! All right, all right.
1: Gene key twelve. There you go.
0: And then, like, also, I have a six here, like half of twelve. Which, like,
1: uh, when you do, uh, it'd be three, 3, six, nine, like the te- the Nikola Tesla numbers, right? Which is like the Fibonacci and all that.
0: Exactly, because twelve is gonna net net back into three anyway. So, it, you know, there's a lot of um, interesting uh things here like also 24 that nets to a six like there's a lot going on in that way oh there's another 12. yeah three, six, nine. <laughs> Four oh 12s God. oh my goodness but yeah like there's and, and i feel like seeing it in different formats like not, not always seeing it in the circle format and seeing it in a completely different thing you start making other connections
1: yeah absolutely And that's really, like, I think how we started this is, like, they're all saying the same thing, whether you're reading tarot, whether you're reading astrology, whether you're doing human design, it's just, like, it's just different forms of yourself and, like, a,
0: yeah, different layers. It's, like, essentially how I look at these different modalities is, like, how do I want to play today?
1: What lens do you want to wear? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have one minute, so I guess with that.
0: Yeah. um, Anything else we want to... Do we wanna read a little tiny little excerpt at the card <laughs> of well, uh, well, I don't know why, but I'm I'm feeling something. A negative gold. <laughs> I mean
1: this is it's specific to a to the person. Okay. Um who would we wanna wanna do like yours? Can
0: you do something that's specific for today?
1: I mean, it doesn't work that way, but we could try it. So what's today? December 6th? Yeah. So today is Queen of Clubs.
0: Queen of Clubs. Oh, it's Mendy Curse's birthday today. Happy birthday!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Queen of Clubs is a card of great intuition good organization skills and uh, and abilities and the desire to serve and nurture others with some form of knowledge or information hence a podcast (laughs) like the king of clubs she has much authority and power however her power comes more from receptive side of her nature she knows things before they happen and operates at a high mental vibration she can be high strong and impatient when you get this card in your reading it can bring success in any of the communication fields it can help Make you more receptive to your intuition and make you feel like serving others more. It is a successful card, much like the eight or ten of clubs, but also present is the nurturing quality of the mother.
0: Can't have a more perfect card.
1: Or to do a podcast.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, guys, communicate your feelings, especially with this earth and Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you both for being here and and just playing and you are awesome as well. Like you are holding space and it's like I can you're like you get lit up with the cards of destiny. (laughs) You're still here. It's like you still are here. Like it's so great. I love it.
1: (laughs) And for those of you who can't see, he's talking to technically David.
0: Yes. Hello. <laughs> I have a hard time keeping up with all these astrology guys. Do so <laughs> you have any words of wisdom for us? Um, I as guess a, as I, a Jewish man, I, I yeah. So I appreciate the, the Jewish take on on like astrology and, uh, you know, introspection. Um, I noticed on your chart it reminds me a lot of the human design chart, which I've just been ramping up on lately. Mm. Um. I guess my my question to you, have um, you played with Myers Briggs at all? Gosh, um, so I was a psych major. So it's been a long time before, like since I've been.
1: So like the INTJ ENFP. Do you remember your four letters?
0: I. Don't I literally blocked a lot of myself out in that realm. Like in, it might be in, time to
1: revisit then. I
0: think you're right.
1: It's interesting you brought that up. Yeah. Because I just retook it. So it, Myers-Briggs is really fun for, like, ga- gauging yourself and when you know that you're in alignment with things that you're doing, right? Yeah. So when I took it, when I was in my office job, I was intros- introspective I w- or introverted. So I I was, like, INTP or something. Yeah. Retook it, and I was uh, ENFP. P, I think so. I was uh, an extroverted, intuitive, a feeler, and perceptive versus judgmental and all that other stuff. So it was really interesting to see, and it felt way more in alignment with who I know as m- myself to be.
0: Can, can you take that one online? Yeah. Yes. You okay. Can take it online. Okay.
1: It's interesting for me hearing that you're an ENFP, because I'm an INTJ, so that makes us an ideal match. Aww, Wait a minute, I took cute. this back in
0: 2019. I remember. I don't remember the letters, though. <laughs> well, and it's
1: curious because you probably have changed since then anyway. So ah, you're going to have to retake it. Okay. Another fun one is the Enneagram
0: test. Oh, wow. We got a lot of tests to take, guys. <laughs> that's,
1: that's the human nature. We all just want to know ourselves better. And, like, what the fuck are we here to do? Let's figure it out.
0: Yeah. And right. have fun in the process.
1: Fall in love with the process.
0: Yeah. Oof. Yes. Well, I want to thank you both seriously. Like, you know, this was a little bit of a shorter podcast, but it was so freaking beautiful. Like, you know, sometimes short is sweet and sweet, you know, I, I don't know. It's like dessert, be it was dessert, <laughs> except normally I have my dessert first. Oh, Plant no, love. <laughs> <laughs> ah, thank you all divine, beautiful souls for listening as well. This is Energy Speaks Podcast with your host, Katriel. Shalom.